Welcome, everyone, to the Merrimack pregame show. And uh, we're very pleased to be speaking with uh, Maine head coach Red Gendron as Merrimack and Maine get set to uh, take to the ice for a two-game weekend set. And, uh, Red, first of all, great to see you. Uh, Maine right now, a a five-game unbeaten streak. Uh, How would you assess your team's play during that stretch? And also, how would you evaluate where you are in the season right now? Well, I, I, you know, we've we've played pretty well during that time, but you know, as coaches, we always find more stuff that that needs to be better. Um, you know, so but it's always good when you're uh, when you're winning and uh, and ties are better than losses. So uh, you know, it's positive, and we had been on a much longer stretch than that. When we lost two games at Northeastern, I think we had yeah. gone nine or ten games without a loss prior to it. So. You know, we've done pretty well since um, the second game in Ireland, all things considered. And so it's it's positive. But as a coach, you always see the parts of your game that aren't quite where they need to be, and so on and so forth. But we're we're moving forward. Well, a nice weekend for the Black Bears last week. You go out to UMass, a couple of three to two wins. Uh, Chase Pearson uh, scores two in the second game. Uh, uh, you know, really, when you have close games like that, you really expect your your top players to step up, and, I, and it looks like he's really answered the bell. Yeah, Chase has gotten stronger and stronger all season long, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it took him a long time. I, you know, we actually got through the holiday break. I think he hadn't scored a goal until mm-hmm. we played at RPI um, af- after the holiday break, and. And so since then he's got you know six goals in ten games. So um, that's that's pretty good, pretty important for our team. You know mm-hmm. he was a very good offensive player prior to that. I think I think it, before he scored his first goal, he might have had you know no goals in thirteen or fourteen. You know something mm-hmm. silly like that. But he's a, he's a big, strong player who's skilled and can skate, and he does a lot of things. He can protect the puck down low, and he can go to the net, and uh, as well as make plays on the rush. He has good speed, so him being at the top of his game is pretty important for our team moving to, moving down the stretch run here. And, you know, they say hockey uh, championship teams are built from the net out. you got a good one in Jeremy Swayman. Uh, what makes him so special, and, uh, and uh, how much confidence is he playing with right now? Well, I think it's... You know, you'd have to ask him with how much confidence. You know, I, I, we, you know, we we do an awful lot of things scientifically and monitor a lot of things, but uh, we, I, I'm not aware of a confidence meter that I could stick on a player and measure it. But clearly, um, you know, he's earned the right to be confident. He's played very well, and uh, you know, given us a chance to win. Um, you know, most every night that he's been in the net, so that's that's pretty positive for your team. You know. Uh, when when you know um, you know your goaltender is going to be sharp and uh, make it very difficult for the other team to put put numbers on the board. Well, Red, it's quite a race in hockey. So you guys come into this weekend in sixth place. You're one point out of a uh, home ice uh, uh, first round by situation. Uh, what are your thoughts on the race? Uh, once again, another uh, great year of parity here in hockey East. Well, that, that's exactly it. Um, as it always is, or has been for many many years, it's. Uh, it's it's tight, and um, you know every team you know at this point in the year is playing for points. Whether it's a home playoff spot, um, you know maybe getting up into the upper echelons. You know like uh, we're one point out of fourth place mm-hmm. uh, with a game in hand. You know all that stuff. But at the end of the day, it comes down to 
you know, the battles, the plays, the saves, the hits, the block shots, you know, every night. You don't get two points without all that other stuff, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. That's kind of how it works. So, um, you know, everybody's aware of where they stand. Our team is certainly aware of where it stands, and we're just working our tails off to try and get better as a team uh, every day of practice. Uh, every week in the game when we have our, our exams here. You know, we got exams every Friday and Saturday right, night, right, right. and uh, we find out how, mu- how much we, we've improved ourselves during the course of the week. And then when it's over, we assess it, and then we move forward again. So we don't make it any more complicated than that. Sounds trite for the fans. Yeah, every coach says mm-hmm. that. But one of the reasons why every coach says it is because that's, all, that's how we all think, and I think that's how we need to think. Well, uh, you're going to take a look at Merrimack this weekend, uh, first of two games. Uh, what catches your eye about uh, the Warriors, and uh, what makes them tough to play against? <laughs> what makes them tough to play? What doesn't make them tough to play against? They, they, you know, they compete and they skate, and you've got some outstanding players there. I mean, uh, Larson, uh, Cini, Hennig, Tavernier, Colquist, mm-hmm. you know, and and the goalie Pantanos played. Superbly for them. They have a great power play, but more than anything else, they're going to compete for every puck. Mm-hmm. They're going to lay down in front of shots. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to finish their checks every week. I mean, I, I read, uh, you know, everything that, w- that was written about the series last weekend uh, that Merrimack played against Vermont. And it was clear that both coaches felt there were two enormous battles. You know, mm-hmm. I was saying to the to the local media here before you came in, the playoffs have already started. Right, right. Playoffs yeah. have started, and yeah. uh, you know it's one goal games. Everything's tight. It comes down a one play late. You know, we we're at UMass last week. We we're, we're down Friday night two to one. Mm-hmm. You know. We battle back with a power play goal in the second, third period. It's tied 2-2. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we steal a puck on the penalty kill, uh, come down the flank and wire a shot at the net, mm-hmm. and Cedric Lacroix just drives right through two UMass defenders, and the rebound happens to be there. And that was shorthanded as well. And that, yeah, yeah, it was shorthanded, but that, that's how we win the game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's... And that's what happens. And, you know, for the fans, if they think about the Stanley Cup playoffs, mm-hmm. right, how, you know, so many of those games come down to one play. Mm-hmm. I mean, you never win or lose because of one play, but when the when the game's tied late in the game or you're in overtime or in Stanley Cup and the NHL, double overtime, triple overtime, it does come down to one play. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes it really exciting. Absolutely. And, th- and that's how the hockey is in Hockey East, uh, you know, the last two months of the regular season and mm-hmm. into the playoffs, and it's great. Well, Red, what do you think will be important for the Black Bears? Uh, what do you have to focus on to, to get two points here against Merrimack? Well, first of all, they, they're very good on the power play. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether they score or not, I, you know, I know their percentage is real high since November, mm-hmm. and um, they've always been good. Uh, but guys like Cini and Hennig and Colquest and Larson and Tabernier, I mean, those are good, good players. Yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, if you put them on the power play, they have poise. Mm-hmm. 
they know when to shoot it, when to hang on to it, when to throw it back out and start over again. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're a lot of fun to watch that way. I, I, you know, we're trying to to develop that kind of poise with our kids. Mm -hmm. We we're, we're pretty young on our power play, right, you know, right, right. and and I think that comes from experience and the experience that those kids are have it shows when they're out on the power play. So they're very dangerous that way. And, mm -hmm. and uh, so, you know, we, you don't want to be being stupid and put them on, on the power play too often. And, you know, you have to respect the game against Merrimack because they're not going to give you anything. Right. right. You know, you're going to, I said to somebody earlier today, Merrimack College makes you earn every inch of ice. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and so, and, and I think it's great. And that's how it's going to be the rest of the season. Uh, every team plays a little bit harder now. You know, uh, not that they didn't want to play hard earlier, but, you know, the heightened, the heightened importance of every point mm -hmm. just uh, creates a little more adrenaline, a little more juice in all of the players that are playing. I think it's awesome. Well, Red, before I let you go, you had a chance to go over to Ireland and play over there. You played Providence. Uh, that tournament seems to be gaining a lot of steam. How was it for, for you, and what did you gain from a cultural perspective as well as a hockey perspective? Well, the, the hockey was great. First of all, people over there were amazing. You know, when you got to the rink, uh, everybody was helpful. They were extremely well organized. You know, it wasn't, quite frankly, it wasn't any different than playing a game over here in mm -hmm. terms of the professionalism mm -hmm. involved. You know, mm -hmm. there were a few differences, but point was, people were on their toes and mm -hmm. they were sharp, mm -hmm. right? So the hockey part was great. Uh, obviously, it's a little different. You're playing, it would be like playing a tournament at UNH, mm -hmm. I mean, because you're playing on an international right. size right. ice sheet, right, 100 feet wide. So mm -hmm. so that makes the game a little bit different. It's a little less physical, maybe a little less fast mm -hmm. because, because of that. But culturally, um, y you know, for me as an old history teacher, mm -hmm. you know, I started out, I was I was telling uh, Bernie from PU, you know, mm. uh, in the fall, you know, I was reading Irish history for dummies. You know, it's <laughs> not so like I was unaware of Irish history and whatnot, but I was looking for a, you know, for a survey uh, of, of that nation's history, so that when when I set foot off the plane mm -hmm. in in Ireland in Northern Ireland, I really have a sense for where I was and whatnot. And we we saw things like. Giants Causeway mm -hmm. and Dunluce Castle, mm -hmm. and to be in West Belfast, uh, you know where the it's now called the Peace Wall, but it used to separate the Catholics from the Protestants right, and, right. and all of that. And I, I mean, um, it's breathtaking. As 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 a as a boy, you know, um, the nightly news before cable news networks. The mm -hmm. nightly news was. Uh, Let's talk about the Vietnam War, mm -hmm. and then we're talking about the troubles in Northern right. Ireland, right. you know, right. and not at that point in my life not being fully aware, you mm -hmm. know, but in reading the history mm -hmm. of it all, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. you go back and you see, well, those hatreds and those conflicts uh, existed for centuries. Mm -hmm. 
You know, Absolutely. they boiled over in a big way in the late 60s and 70s, mm-hmm. but they were there for a long time. Sure. And they actually be, you know, set foot there. I mean, the Titanic Museum, mm-hmm. I mean, was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, so everything was great. And I would say to any team that ever has a chance to go, do not pass it up and spend as many extra days there as you possibly can because it's a life experience uh, extraordinaire. Well, Red, uh, we'd like to thank you so much for spending a few minutes with us. It's always great coming up here. Great, always great seeing you. Uh, we uh, best of luck, and hopefully, we'll have a chance to chat tomorrow night. Thanks again. All right, see ya. All right, that's Red Gendron, head coach from the University of Maine, and uh, we will return with more on the Merrimack pregame show next. You're tuned in to Merrimack Warrior Hockey on the Merrimack Sports Network.